Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. Welcome to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Brian Christensen, and I'm joined by my co-host... Karen Gibis. Welcome, Karen. Good morning on this Monday morning, the memorial of St. Ambrose. Yes, St. Ambrose. Bishop and doctor of the church. It's a beautiful Monday here in the Black Hills. I was on the way here 50 degrees when I was driving. I know. It's going to get up to 60 here in the banana belt of the Dakotas, and it's just absolutely amazing. I I think every time we have a, a Real Presence Live that we have some amazing weather. We do. God has blessed us once again today here from the Black Hills. So we have an exciting show uh, today. I'm excited for some of the guests that will be on board and the conversations that we have. We also have straight talk coming up later. Yes. Get your questions ready for Father. He is is geared up. He was already searching for answers to some questions that came in already. Yeah. No, I'm excited about it. Um, Let's begin in prayer. Sounds great. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Loving God and Father, as you guide us through this Advent season, you increase our hope and our expectation for the wonders of your grace that you reveal in your Son, Jesus Christ, and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Uh, May we heed the voice of the Baptist to prepare the way of the Lord, to prepare the way of your Son, Jesus Christ, in our life and in the life uh, of all we encounter today. Let the example, the courageous and wise a faithful example of St. Ambrose, inspire us. And we offer uh, our day to you for the glory of your name, for the salvation of souls. Bless us and our listeners today as we seek to know you, to love you, and to serve you with all our heart, all our mind, all our body, all our souls. We ask all these things through your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, our first guest today is somebody I think our listeners will know um, if they're regular listeners if they're regular listeners they'll know her so good morning heather good morning guys How are good ya? to hear your voice this is heather caro uh, our yes. new programming director is that correct uh, that's what the, that's what i'm told day I've one told, yeah day one all right i, well. I got here a little early and i'm just kind of staring at my computer <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Tell us a little bit about yourself, um, <laughs> your your little journey of faith uh, in the church, oh, um, and, how, and and uh, and how did you get connected to Real Presence Radio? Sure. Well, for those that know me, they've heard heard me many times on the radio before, and and I'm such a nerd because this morning I'm like texting everybody I know I'm going to be on the radio, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a first time thing, huh? I know, I know. I'm better at asking the questions than talking about myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was actually born and raised West River in Rapid City, and I am a product of uh, the Perpetual Hope Cathedral. Grew up in that basement with my mother leading charge, Linda Baldwin. Many people know Linda. Sure, um, sure. <laughs> I don't know me. That's no. a, for, a force to be reckoned with, Linda Baldwin. I know. I know. She is. But uh, <laughs> So I grew up with uh, 
you know, being very active in the church, uh, just through my mother. She has been one of the um, hugest influences on my life as far as the faith goes. Um, and she worked really hard to put me and my older sister, Christine, who lives in Yankton, uh, through Catholic school and was very involved um, in Catholic school. And we were part of the Children Under the Stairs. So I don't know if you guys remember that. Time. No, tell, tell us a little bit about Children <laughs> Under the Stairs. <laughs> it sounds like it could be like a horror show. I was going to say, wow, what this did is, I miss? Great, I this... was born. <laughs> 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 no, so what happened at St. Martin's Academy, my sister was a, a freshman there, and then the sisters decided that it was too much for them, and they decided to close the doors. So then mm-hmm. we were kind of left without a Catholic school. Um, and so there was a group of, of families that got together and kind of said, well, let's just do it ourselves. And so they they did and rented space out of NAU in the basement and um, brought teachers along. And, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of it all because I was, you know, a junior high student at the time. Okay. But um, three years of my high school career was in the basement of NAU, and then I was the first graduating class from the new St. Thomas More. So it was quite an adventure to kind of see the birth of a high school, you know. Yeah, and no, those were those were amazing times. You know, as you say, yeah. you know, the St. Martin's Academy closed down in the spring of that year, and mm-hmm. those parents, um, one of them being your mom, got together and said, you know, we want a Catholic school here in Rapid City. Mm-hmm. I think there was about 100 families that got together. And by mm-hmm. the end of August, from April to the end of August of that year, they were able to put a high school together and get it up and running, as you say, in the basement of wow. the National American University, which used to be down yeah. on East Kansas City Street here in Rapid City. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go ahead, Heather. Continue to share a little bit. That's, a, that's an amazing, that's really a, an act of grace, as you say. And finally, yeah. over those years, those same families and more families came on board and, and built the, the St. Thomas More High School that we have, uh, have here today, yeah. dedicated, I think, 1995. So you graduated graduated when in 96 in 96 yeah so in august of 95 mm-hmm. it was dedicated wow you're old yeah. i know isn't that awesome <laughs> not everybody old. gets to be as come old on as she's a baby <laughs> come on keep going keep going all right so high school beautiful church. so tell me i still want to know about children well, under the stairs what's that uh, children well, under the stairs is that the basement kids yeah, yeah, because, uh-huh. you know, we literally were under the stairs. Like, yeah. my locker was under the stairs, literally. <laughs> nice. But, you know, and I think it's a, a time period of Catholic schools in Rapid City that people forget about, except for us children under the stairs. We remember it well. But <laughs> yeah. and, I, and the reason I'm talking about all of this is because I think it kind of lays out the format of how I got to where I am today. Mm-hmm. You know, like, such unusual experiences in my growing up that God kind of just lays out your life for you. And when you look back, you're like, hey, that was pretty smart. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's kind of why I'm digressing into a little bit of my history, just um, because I think it helps. You know, after after graduation, what was what was next on uh, on God's plan for you? Well, before graduation, I have to put in a a quick shout out because um, my mom and I used to be um, Bishop Charles Chaput's sacristan. Okay. So when I was in high school, the bishop used to try to hook me up with his altar servers. <laughs> <laughs> Playing matchmaker, huh? Yeah, yeah. And then also another big event that happened in high school was that um, Father, or Father, Dr. Tim Gray was my religion teacher. 
Mm-hmm. And he's well known now. And then I also went on World Youth Day. And so then, you know, that was a very impactful thing. And World Youth Day, Father, uh, Dr. <laughs> Tim Gray, <laughs> if I could get it right, and Sean Anderson, I'm sure you remember all those people, Father, um, oh, went yeah. with us to World Youth Day, Dr. Sari. And so it was just a very unusual, less grace-filled experience through high school. And then I went off to college in Shadron State. Woo-woo, go Eagles. And um, <laughs> and continued my journey in the Catholic faith with the Newman Centers and um, search retreats. And so my upbringing was very, not just on Sundays. My upbringing was, I lived my faith every day. And um, a lot of people talk about having a falling away or a reversion. And I don't know, maybe you can speak into this, Father, but I never really felt but I had any of that. Right, right. No, I don't think and everybody don't, has to have the uh, Saul of Tarsus experience yeah. on the road to Damascus. You know, I think <laughs> yeah. uh, some of us are swimming in the in the faith, thanks be to God, to parents and other influences. And, and you make the point that many people influence your faith. It was, mom was yeah. a huge, a huge influence, but there was many other people that surrounded you uh, that mm-hmm. led you closer to Christ. So yeah, no, that's really beautiful. Yeah, so it's quite the journey, but um, I got my degree in interior design, so that totally helped. Not at all. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> well, you might be able to come over here to the rectory someday. We need some help. Road trip. Right? The part I think that helps with that is I, I'm very creative. And mm-hmm. so that's what's lending itself into um, programming is I'm very creative and I like to think outside of the box and I'm very inquisitive, Mm -hmm. um, constantly asking questions about different things and I want to know everything. And so I think that that is a God-given talent to me um, that he's using now for radio. And um, I'm very blessed to have that. But I was married and I think you married us, Father. Mm-hmm. You think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think? <laughs> She's a, wow! You're like kind of a foggy memory, kind, kind, of, kind of foggy memory. You know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. This is Father Brian Christensen. I'm here with Karen Gibbs on Real Presence Live, talking to Heather Caro from you're you're calling in from Sioux Falls. Yes. Where you are the new programming director for the radio station here. Yes, I am. Hey. For the, and number one question I get from people is, the entire station? <laughs> the entire station? <laughs> the whole network. The whole the network. Whole of the... network. So what was, the, uh, what was the initial contact that you had that you were interested in Real Presence or got involved with Real Presence Radio? Well, it was kind of interesting because my ex-husband um, was doing all of the IT work for a station in Sioux Falls called Lamb Radio. And so we actually started out as Lamb Catholic Radio here in Sioux Falls and Aberdeen, and he was doing all the computer work. And I worked with Margie Colhane, who was the wife of Kevin Colhane, who started Lamb Radio. Okay. So okay. I started out as a volunteer and just answering phones during their very first live drive, and it was pretty hilarious. But <laughs> small beginnings, one station... 
And then I slowly started volunteering to do more activities or things, holes that were in, you know, uh, the radio station, like creating commercials and scheduling commercials, and I didn't know how to do any of it. Mm -hmm. But, Father, you can attest to my mother. I just grew up with that kind of attitude of, well, I guess I'll YouTube it and figure it out. I'll figure so, it out. You know, I, I said earlier, your mom, your mom is a force to you know uh, reckon with. But uh, you know, I'm all. I always say I'm glad that Linda Baldwin's on our team. Yes, because right, if she's yeah. on the other team, we'd yeah, be in trouble. We'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that can-do attitude. Yeah, no, great. Yeah. So that's how, that's kind of how you made it through, just figuring things out as you went. Yeah, I just figured things out. Literally, YouTubed myself way through figuring out how to schedule commercials and all of that kind of stuff. And it just kind of grew and grew. And I got a full-time position then um, at Lamb Radio. And then about, um, we grew two more stations. So we were three stations. And I kind of did everything from okay. programming to booking, bookkeeping to, you know, just everything that we needed to do. Sports. Um, Brett did a lot of the underwriting and calling of sports, but... We kind of just wore 85 hats. <laughs> and looking back at that, it was a godsend because it was like, okay, so Heather, I'm going to teach you how to use these ridiculous programs that you're going to need in the future. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I taught myself how to use these programs, and it's just it's silly. But now that I'm the program director, it's like, oh, that totally makes sense because now I understand all of it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. only that can be the hand of God, you know. It was a real baptism by fire. Yeah, yeah. So we were acquired by Real Presence Radio about two and a half years ago, and it was just amazing, absolutely amazing, to go from the tiny crew that we had of two to an entire network of help. So it was uh, uh, when uh, Real Presence Radio acquired Lamb Radio a couple of years ago, what, what role did you begin to play then? How did that shift for you in your responsibilities and your involvement? Well, it shifted drastically for my involvement because I was really heavily into commercials and all of uh, the programming side of it. And then they, um, the board of directors at the time said, you know, we really want our staff to stay on board. And mm-hmm. so I was basically asked, to move to underwriting or programming okay. or no development i'll get there eventually <laughs> <laughs> well you had a lot of hats hey listen we're talking with heather caro um the new programming director for real presence radio this is father brian christensen and i'm broadcasting live high atop the cathedral of our lady of perpetual help in here in sunny uh rapid city in the black hills with karen gibis and we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with heather and her vision for Real Presence Radio. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. 
We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with an end-of-year gift planning tip. With the end of the year approaching, a charitable gift can help you support our mission and receive tax benefits. In addition to gifts of cash, here is a gift strategy worth considering. Gifts of appreciated assets such as securities or real estate are an excellent way for you to help our cause. Securities may be transferred directly to us, while real estate is transferred through a deed. These gifts will not affect your cash flow, and they provide the following tax benefits. A charitable deduction to help you save on taxes, a bypass of federal and state capital gains taxes, and an avoidance of tax on net investment income. To learn more about these strategies and the benefits of making an end-of-year gift, please call or visit our website today at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Real Presence Radio will host Dr. Ray Garendi as keynote speaker of our virtual fundraising banquet on Thursday, December 10th. We hope you can join us. Dr. Ray speaks on many topics concerning the Catholic faith, apologetics, and family life. He is host of The Doctor Is In, which can be heard weekdays on RPR. For more information or to register, go to realpresenceradio.com slash banquet or contact Jessica at 877-795-0122. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. This is Father Brian Christensen. I'm here with... Karen Gibis. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Father. And we're talking with Heather Caro from Sioux Falls. Delightful conversation we're having. Good morning, Heather. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. Uh, We are been kind of tracing the, the, the lines of your faith journey, but also how that God's used your gifts and talents in, in ways that sounds like a little bit surprising to you, considering um, what maybe you had planned for in college and led you into into radio and, and really equipped you to, to be ready to take on these new responsibilities that you have today. Yes. A whirlwind. God always tends to be a whirlwind, doesn't he? Yeah, you know they, uh, they say you know they say he's he's in the whisper, but you know I also think he's rageous. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yeah, I you know he takes us up in a world when uh, hopefully it's uh, <laughs> that's the end of the, the the whole journey is the the, the glory. But yeah, just looking yeah. back, you know, you can see the hand of God in, in mm-hmm. your life through family life through your schooling in, in the Catholic uh, education system here in Rapid City, Newman Center involvement uh, at Shadron, World Youth Day experiences, and then the tremendous mm-hmm. influences of people like Dr. Ted Shree, Dr. Um, Tim uh, Gray, mm-hmm. um, Sean Inners, and so many people along the pathways. Uh, and then, you know, your your uh, your husband getting you involved in the technology of, of radio. Just yeah. crazy, crazy, uh, crazy, crazy movements. You know, that's, it's a... Pope uh, Emeritus uh, Benedict the Sixteenth, as you know, uses the uh, repeats the line that's probably more current than or more used than he would, but he he popularized it. You know, God writes straight with crooked lines. Mm-hmm. 
And he's Absolutely. landed you here as the new program director for Real Presence Radio. So, what do you what are you hoping to do? What is your what is your vision? You've been around radio for quite a bit now. You've been involved with Real Presence Radio mm-hmm. for over two years. What is what are your hopes, expectations, anticipations, dreams, visions for the future? Well, I have a lot of uh, ideas. Whether or not those come to fruition, I don't know. But I. Um, uh, our previous director, Steve, had us do charism and figure out our charism. And yes, okay. this is going somewhere. <laughs> oh, we trust you, Heather. We trust you. <laughs> My charism um, is wisdom. Not that I'm wise, but that I can seek it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like I am an open vessel and that I'm constantly asking questions and constantly searching. And then I also feel like when I interact with people, I can sense the deeper story to that person. I think everybody's got a beautiful story within them. So I want to help people share those stories. And with Real Presence Live, we've been doing that a lot. And so I want to continue to do that with Real Presence Live. I also have a hope for um, more prayer time. Um, when we were starting the pandemic, we started every Real Presence Live with Mass and ended it with a rosary. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that I'm going to do those two things specifically, but I would like us to dive more into prayer um, on Real Presence Live or in another format to broaden our horizons beyond the rosary and beyond the mass. Those are two beautiful, wonderful, um, grounding things, and obviously the mass we couldn't live without. Um, but I want to expand people's horizons. I want to I educate people. I want to share new ways of praying with them so that maybe, you know, because not every form of prayer works for every person. Sure, sure. You know, we and were just so, talking. We were just talking last night with a group of, of catechists and, and core team leaders, youth ministers mm-hmm. here at the cathedral last night, and um, and one of the you know moms there, right? She said, "I've been a Catholic my whole life, but it's only recently that I have discovered like Divine Mercy Chaplet and some other mm-hmm. devotions that just have really mm-hmm. opened up. Like just what you're speaking to, um, just mm-hmm. really opened her up to beautiful new ways of prayer and deepening her relationship." Uh, with the Lord, she said, "I can't believe this." After you know, over she said, "I'm in my young 40s, and now I'm discovering new things in my Catholic faith." You know, and she <laughs> mm-hmm. said, "It's so beautiful and so exciting." So, yeah, it's spe- you're just speaking into that so beautifully. So, yeah, keep going, yeah. keep going. These are great okay. ideas, you know. Uh, <laughs> witnesses, you know, deepening and sharing the stories of faith in each person, and then uh, a growing prayer uh, pre- presence on the on the on the network. Yeah, and I also think about. Um, the radio station is such a gift. Um, I I'm, I want to kind of try and use the radio station as um, like you would a newspaper. So it tends to, and um, Kathy uh, Cordes can speak to this, you know, it tends to keep a timeline of our lives and a history of our lives. And so another thing I want to try and do is get to all the retired priests and monsignors and bishops of, the, of our diocese. Um, and talk to them and, and hear their stories and get their stories put down on paper and get their stories put down on tape so that we can remember the sound of their voice and and hear their journey before they're lost. Um, and so that's 
one thing that I, that's, you know, and how all of this comes together, I don't know. I leave a lot of room for the Holy Spirit <laughs> to kind of guide us along the way. And, you know, maybe some of these ideas that I have are just not going to work, you know, sure. and that's okay. But I also, um, I bring prayer into my work and I really feel like, you know, Mother Teresa said, I am but a small pencil in the hand of a writing God, mm-hmm. writing a love letter to the world. And that's kind of what I feel like is I'm a conduit for the radio station to get God's message out. And right. I don't think it's going to be through me personally. I think it's going to be through my curiosity of other people that they're going to share their stories, and they're the ones that are going to inspire people to develop that closer relationship with God and Jesus Christ. So you, uh, you're you a regular co-host here on Real Presence Live. Now, do you mm-hmm. intend to keep co-hosting for our listeners? Mm. I know that you're one of their favorite co-hosts, and you have oh, of just a joy that... I'm going to say, your joy radiates through the radio, and it's contagious, so I'm hoping you're going to keep co-hosting. I hope so, too, to some degree. It probably won't be as much as I am right now. Um, I think my number one priority is going to be giving good, solid content, and if that means that I have to step out of the, the limelight forever, that's fine, because that's what God wants, you know? But I enjoy it immensely. Um, I just I enjoy getting to know people and, and talking with people. But it's up. It's really up to how the the job works out. Really, if I'm going to have time. <laughs> no, it'd be great <laughs> to have you continue your presence on the on the radio on Real Presence Live. But yeah, no, you're going to have a have some heavy lifting to do. You know, I mean, you're following <laughs> mm-hmm. in some good footsteps. But it sounds like exciting vision and. Um, do you have any kind of ideas of what direction you want to go in the, in the first uh, weeks here, first months? Like, what, is, what are the first kind of movements that you're going to make? I mean, there's a wide open, you know, field there. So mm-hmm. what, what are the first steps? Can, what can we anticipate coming soon? Nothing. Nothing! <laughs> oh, shoot. Father, our jobs are secure for now. All right. We can stay on board for a few more weeks. That's good. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> right, I spent a I spent a few days up in Fargo uh, a couple weeks ago, and I right now I'm just trying to absorb it all, and I don't want to make any changes because I want um, I want to fully understand why everything is done the way it is because there's wisdom to my previous bosses and why they did things the way they did. So listening and learning, like Mark Hallcraft says, you know, our new executive director. It's going to be doing a lot of listening and learning at first and then slowly integrating some of these great ideas. Well, I say they're great. (laughs) (laughs) And all the best things can't be forced anyway. Right. You you can't force it to happen. It'll it'll happen when it needs to happen. No, I mean, uh, there, you're displaying a little bit of your charism of wisdom. I mean, yeah, there's a reason reason why we built that fence there. We may not understand why that fence is there. But if mm-hmm. we just say that fence looks stupid and I need to take that down, uh, we're yeah we're we're very presumptuous. So just seeing why things are where they are, the structures mm-hmm. that they have, why we've done it this way, doesn't mean we can't make changes and move the mm-hmm. fence or rearrange the fence or remove it totally. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, no, that's a that's a prudent and wise thing. You know, I was just struck. You know, I think 
throughout our listening area across the states that we to whom we broadcast all of our listeners, there's so many beautiful stories. If you think about the history of these dioceses, mm-hmm. the histories mm-hmm. of these parishes, and the, even you brought up earlier in the first segment with regard to the history of Catholic education and religious communities mm. um, and the various movements that have influenced the faith across Minnesota and North Dakota and South Dakota and the other listening areas that we touch in Nebraska and uh, Iowa. So, yeah, just fantastic, beautiful ways of faith that God has used our neighbors, our mm-hmm. parents, our grandparents, the, the priests and bishops and religious um, deacons and others across uh, the these, you know, 100 and what, 140, 160 years of, of faith across our listening right. area. That's so much, so much to be told. Right, right. I see so much history there. We had a 125th anniversary, probably it's been about five years now. Um, but the part that struck me the most was the walking in of flags from each parish that's ever existed in our diocese, and that was just such a beautiful mm-hmm. reminder of our rich history. And um, so something I want to tap into um, a little bit, and there's just so much out there. There's yes. so much out there. Yes. I can't wait. I can't wait to get started. <laughs> well, we're excited for you uh, in your new position as the program director for Real Presence Radio. Um, we're visiting here today with uh, Heather Caro, and we're very, very excited. And congratulations on that new position and the great vision that you have and the wisdom of entering into that in collaboration <laughs> uh, with uh, so many uh, in our uh, radio network. So, Heather Caro, thanks for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Um, Thank you so much. Have a great day. God bless you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, well, coming up next, can you stump Father Brian? It's your chance on Straight Talk. Coming up next after this break, stay with us here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 